Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, everybody. Today, I want to talk about doing whatever it takes to face off with life. It seems like things just keep coming up and it's really annoying. And it's hard because no matter how much momentum you have and how much progress you're making, it doesn't mean that everybody around you uh, is in on your decisions So you have to deal with their decisions. You have to deal with their choices. You have to deal with the stuff that comes up with life around you. And overcoming that and still navigating and keeping a peaceful heart and keeping a clean heart, which I think is very challenging, um, but it's worth every bit of effort that it takes to keep ourselves um, in the right frame of mind. But it doesn't come easy. It comes with challenge. And I think that's why a lot of people succumb to that bitterness and those feelings of uh, pain can overtake you and you draw conclusions on how you approach life, that you're more protective of yourself, which is good. I believe in being wise with our hearts, but it doesn't mean that we can't stay right under the skin. Like I try to stay vulnerable and stay in a position of being real. And that's just a choice I've made because I think it's more effective. And so it's interesting this morning, even as I approach this podcast, I've been thinking and processing what I wanted to talk about and what was coming up around me is having to face off with stuff, like just life, face off with issues. Um, Even this past week, I had things that came up where situations that are socially awkward or uncomfortable that I would rather avoid. But I the way I've decided to handle things is to go straight at them and be honest. And I mean, what what a brilliant idea. What a way outside of the box concept to actually just go straight at something and be honest about it. And so, of course, you have to do it through the filter of love and you have to do it with a true heart of thinking of the other person that's involved in the situation. But that is what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for things to be as normal and as real and as healthy as possible and mutually beneficial. So it's not just about me feeling better or more comfortable. It's about putting other people at ease as well. And so I had a situation where somebody called and asked me if they could do this thing. That's the exception to the rule about the situation and just being as vague as possible. (laughs) Um, And it was frustrating and uncomfortable, but they don't know how many people ask me the exact same thing. They don't know what this demand, the position it puts me in. They don't know how many other lives are affected by what they're asking. They don't have that perspective. They just have their own point of view. They see things from their own um, place where they're like, what you're doing is incredible. I want to be a part of it. And can I do this? Can I do that? Can I do this? And I'm like, well, I've told a hundred people that they can't do this. But now that you're asking, sure, no, that's sarcasm. If you can't detect that in my voice, no, that's not how I operate. So I don't mind making an exception to the rule if it's supposed to be an exception to the rule. But in this case, it wasn't. So instead of just avoiding them or being angry, like they've asked me a thousand times, they haven't asked me a thousand times. They had no idea how annoying this thing was. So I just said, hey, let me give you some framework. This is the situation I've been asked this a million times. This is the rule that I've created in place. And I want to follow up uh, with with what I've put in place here. But I just want to clarify it to you because you don't know this situation. It, it would lead to this you know, conversation and it would lead to this awkward position to put me in and this and this and this and this. 
And I explained it to them and they were like, oh, no problem. I had no idea. Thank you so much for explaining it to me. If you change your mind, can we be on the list to be, you know, the first ones to be able to be involved in this? And I said, absolutely. And the way, even the way he responded to it made me open to making an exception. That's what's interesting is I was coming at it like, like in my heart, I felt like frustrated, but he had no idea. And I think that that's a good rule of thumb. If somebody doesn't know the rule, they can't get in trouble for breaking the rule, even though that's not true with the law. It's true in my life. I feel like if I have an expectation that is understood, it's important that the other person understands the expectation as well. And so even this week, I came across some information that wasn't even a big deal, but there was a situation that I expected to be um, followed through with. And then as we traced the information back, we discovered where the lapse in communication was. And that was part my fault. I didn't make it really clear. I thought I made it clear, but I didn't make it clear enough what my expectations were. And so It just helps like following up with life, facing off with these things. So we followed the trail and I found out I was part of the breakdown in communication. I have no problem with that. I have no problem admitting that. I have no problem when I discover that. I go, oh, no problem. Next time I'll be more clear. Moving on. And we move on and it's no big deal. For real though, it's no big deal. I would have loved for the thing to get done, but it'll get done right on time. It'll probably be better than it would have been because I've had a little bit more time to think about it. And as we revisit it, uh, I can spend a little more attention. And I don't know, I'm trying to be positive about it, but it really isn't that big of a deal. So uh, that's another thing is I work hard to choose my battles. I'm like, what is going to get my attention today? What's going to get me upset? And if you listen to previous podcast, what's going to get, what is going to get my marbles today? And, um, I've talked about this before about your units of energy where in, if they were, which is, it's an abstract concept, but if you had a clear bowl of full of marbles, where would those marbles go? And if you had 250 to 300 a day, what would you give them towards? And I'm just learning that whole concept has revolutionized the way that I invest my time and my energy and what I look at. And instead of spending just hours numbing out, which I think it's okay to numb out, but it's like be intentional about numbing out. You know, I'm going to numb out right now. Don't just like find yourself wandering. Choose, I'm going to go wander right now. You know what I mean? It's a different kind of life. Instead of the time being taken from you, you have chosen to invest the time in recharge and in recovery mode. So I think that's the difference. But I just want to encourage you as you are making a choice on where you're going to put your energy Also work to decide what am I going to invest my heart towards? Like there's so many things that I've allowed myself to be upset about that it's out of my control. It's like, why am I so upset about this situation that I can't even change? If I'm upset, me being upset does not make the situation change. It doesn't improve it. It doesn't increase the odds of of anything. Like it's like a waste of my efforts and energy. I'd rather put myself towards something and invest my life towards something that's actually going to make a difference. It's a, it's a completely different situation. So I just want to encourage you. I know there are times that we rest. I know there are times that we let something lie. Like you go, let's let it lie. Let it lie. My Mimi used to say that. Just keep it down. Just leave it, leave it, you know, leave it still and let it settle. And I get that. I think that there is a time and a place for that. 
But I also think that there are times to face off with life where you go straight to that thing and say, hey, actually, this is the situation. This is why I feel this way. This is why I don't, um, you know, do that. This is why I don't operate that way. And then they go, oh, I totally get it. I understand the currency here. I understand what you are doing and what why you're doing it. And then it, it puts people at ease instead of all these secret conversations and secret expectations and rules that nobody else is in on. So how could they possibly meet them? How can they possibly meet your expectation if they don't know that you're expecting it? It's such a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe to be let down and to let other people down. And I work on that. I try to identify, was I clear with this expectation? Well, I thought I was, but if I really think about it, you know what? I could have been more clear. I, I, the way that we operate, they were navigating the situation the way we usually operate. And in this situation, I was operating with different rules, but I didn't tell them that. I didn't say, you're going to be the one to follow up with this. You're not taking notes for someone else to follow up with this. It's just an interesting thing. It's like having an expectation. I'm on time. I like being on time. I'm a person that enjoys being on time. And when I'm with people that aren't on time, if it's really important for me that they're, they're, they're on time, I say either let's meet a little bit earlier, um, let's meet 15 minutes earlier than the time that we really need to leave. Or I'll say, um, hey, this one's important because, you know, parking and da, 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 da. It's going to help me decrease the chances of anxiety in my heart if we leave a little early. It's important to me that we leave early this time. And I choose those times. I'm not a psycho about it. I used to be. I used to be a lot more intense about being on time. And my sister said, this makes me feel really bad. You put so much pressure on me to be on time that it makes me feel full of anxiety. If I'm not on time, I'm like, well, good to know. And so I lightened up and I realized, take it easy. I just watched Nacho Libre this weekend. Take it easy. And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to chill. I don't need to be so, what am I, the time police? I'm like making sure everybody's on time. Like that's, that's not comforting to be around. So I'll just mind my own business. And I've learned to factor in when people are not on time. When I hang out with people that aren't on time, I bring stuff to do. I walk around the store, meet me at Barnes and Noble at such and such a time. Instead of me waiting by the door, I walk around the store and I I factor in 15 extra minutes I'm going to be able to walk around. And I'm no longer angry at them for it. I am excited for the extra time and I'm mentally prepared for it. And I think that that helps me to not be so annoyed when people don't operate the way I want them to. Because guess what? People do not operate the way we want them to. We all operate in our own worlds according to our own personality, according to the filter of what we expect uh, other people to be and to do. It's just fascinating because I see you through my filter. You see me and hear me through your own filter. And it's a fascinating life we live together. It's a dance. We're doing a dance together. And it's interesting in relationships how it's like, eh, I love them so much. I'm just not going to be mad about this. Like, why am I angry that it's not my way or the highway? Give me a break. Like, just because it's not the way I want it to be doesn't mean it's wrong. And I think that that is something that brings a lot of um, relief when you kind of kind of just decide, I don't care how you get this done. This is where we're going. Here's the target. Here's the vision. And whatever way you want to get there is great with me. That's how I lead. I'm not a micromanager. In fact, I actually need people around me that are more into 
the details. Now, I love details, but for some reason in my leadership, I'm like pretty hands off. I like for other people's personalities to get to come in and be expressed through what we're doing. It's one of my joys as a leader is me getting to see, wow, I love how you did that. That's completely different than how I would do that. And years ago, I would have been like, this is exactly the way I want it done. And it wasn't right unless it was exactly to the T what I saw. And now I've learned as long as we're headed in the right direction, Um, and everybody gets to play their part and carry their own weight and do things with their own personality, it actually turns out better than what I saw. That's what I've learned because the energy around it all is so enthusiastic. People are so happy and so excited. And so exactly what I see is no longer my goal. Me finishing with a happy team is my goal. Me um, healthy and you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally is my goal. That That's like one of the goals. And then the whole team, the health of the team, those are like important to me now. So those override the exact shade of a color that I saw or the exact silhouette of this and that. Like those details are important. And sometimes I'll fight for something specific in my projects. But a lot of times I'm just excited if we get the ball through the goal, then then we have done the right thing. And however we get it there is up to the individuals that are running the play at the moment. And I like living that way now that on the other side of things, doing this for a while. It's a fun way to get to see other people express themselves. I don't have to be in control. I don't need to be the boss of everything. Uh, I keep ending up in a leadership position. And so the more I'm entrusted with, the more I am working to do a good job overseeing. Oh my goodness. But I don't have a tight hand on these things. My hand is open and I'm excited to see everybody else win. And I think that's a healthy family and that's a healthy team when everybody gets to have a part and everybody gets to um, participate and contribute and they get to see a meaningful contribution and they get to see their fingerprints on something. It's, um, It's really cool. But I definitely think in order to get there, you have to have hard conversations and You have to have direct conversations. And I've learned too with my leadership, instead of a lot of times I think if I say something with a broad stroke that everybody will get it and I don't like having to spell everything out. I'm like, can't we just say something and everybody gets it? Well, everybody doesn't get it. And so I've learned to start saying specifically, can you do this? Like, so I just feel like it's really important that as we are working together and as we are in these close relationships and close proximities with each other, that we love each other and we listen to each other and we try to hear the other person's point of view. That's really helped my life so much. It's helped me mature in my relationships. I still have a long way to go, but that's an area I have grown in and I'm thankful for it. I feel a lot more in tune with the people around me instead of just assuming they mean what I would have meant if I said that or assuming that they're going to do what I would do in that situation. That's so immature. We all navigate things through our own filter of our own personality, our own experience, our own understanding, and that is how we see the world. And so if we can do our best to hear each other from the point of view that the person's coming at, it really helps. And the other thing is, let's be direct when it's time to be direct, and then let's get over things, and let's not, we don't have to go over and over and over stuff. I like doing that. That's my personality. I like going over and over and over stuff. That's the way I work through stuff. But I've learned 
it's too much for a lot of people. And so I've had to pull back on that. And if I need to go over and over and over stuff, I'll pick who I do that with because it's not every, sometimes that makes people feel like you didn't remember that you already told them that. I know I told you that. I'm still working through it, you know, or you don't remember if they're, you know, you're like, why is there not resolve here? But my personality keeps going over it to draw a conclusion. That's like my, my nature, but I've learned not everybody's like that. So we're all wired differently. That's why it's amazing. We're all so different from each other and it makes the world so rich. It makes our projects better because everybody's coming at things from a different place. And so it's really cool when you're given the opportunity to express yourself in, in through your gifts and contribute to a project. It's awesome. It's really cool and it's healthy and it's life-giving. And I just, this week, faced off with several things that came up and I just was like, hey, this is the reason I don't do that. Instead of being awkward about it and weird about it, I'm just like, this is the specific reason I don't do that. And they go, oh, okay, I get it. That makes sense. I Now I get it. Now I would never expect you to do that. And it's just so much better instead of tiptoeing around it and taking the long way around situations and acting uh, weird and awkward. Let's just go straight at it and deal with it. It's awesome. Like even this morning, I'm like, hey, did I hurt your feelings yesterday when I did this? They're like, no, not at all. Like, okay, great. Just making sure. Just stopping by to double check, you know, and And it's just so nice to just face off with life and not let life just happen. Even though sometimes that's healthy too. You just got to know the right moment. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be back to talk more soon.